You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Happy Friday. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski with you, and we have Stucky of the Action Network joining us in a moment. We're going to talk to him about some college hoops, some of his favorite Super Bowl bets, side total props. I know he's in on all of that. But while we wait, what are some bets that you know you already have that are you know that you've still got uh, that you bet a long time ago for the Super Bowl, Joe? Uh, well, long I don't have any futures on these two teams uh, that are going to be facing off. So as far as a long time ago, I don't know, we'll, we can go back even a week. I'd say the value that we got on some of the MVP bets and because we projected that these are gonna, last week that these would be the two teams uh, duking it out in Glendale, Arizona. So it, it's funny how, how those have quickly gone away. Like it, Some of the big ones, like Devontae, that gets cut in half. That makes sense. He wins one game, goes from four to two. Uh, 50 to one down to 25 to one super, for Super Bowl MVP. But there are some other bigger numbers that went like 125 down to the 40 to one range, like like Chris Jones. But like we talked about so so many times, I still think Mahomes should be the Super Bowl MVP favorite, even though he isn't at most spots. It still hurts, and and that just comes down to the quarterback of the team that favored, even though it's su- it's such a short mm-hmm. number, but. We all know that if it ends up being a Chiefs win, uh, it's most likely going to be Mahomes. Joining us on the buythephoenix.com guest line is Stucky of the Action Network. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit buythephoenix.com to learn more. Stucky, welcome to the show. Before we get into side total prop bets with the Super Bowl, I've always been wondering, how did you get the name Stucky? Is it your last name? Is it a nickname? Uh, Tell us how you got that. We joined another forum and just had bet on Eastern Washington University like for like five games in a row who Rodney Stuckey played for. And they were like my team at the time. And I was like anonymous. I was working in corporate America. I didn't want to be known. So I I just chose Stuckey. And the funny thing is I I had an email address. I just at the time I chose Rodney Stuckey at gmail.com. And for the longest time (laughs) I was on the NBA NBA Players Association email, like would get things about the draft, All-Star Weekend. Apparently they had my email as Rodney Stuckey's, but yeah, it all all came back from a random Eastern Washington bet, and then I created Twitter and then just took that name, and then it's just, it's stuck ever since, no pun intended. My friends call me that, everyone that I know now still calls me it. Wow, that's, I, I didn't even realize that uh, that's how it all started. Very cool. All right, let's let's uh, let's talk to the talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, it seems like the point spread has settled a little bit. We'll actually get some maybe some real injury information. It seems like a little positive news out of Chiefs camp as far as the receivers go. But what I find uh, most interesting stuck is what the betting market is telling us. The betting market is telling us Eagles early on haven't seen much happen over the last couple of days. And the over is uh, is ticking up. 
Uh, do you think that's going to be the case a week from now? Are we still going to be at the, the majority of the uh, respected market is on Eagles in the over? Yeah, I, I like I actually like the Chiefs and the over. I'm, you know, I get that the why money came in on the Eagles, right? There's a lot of injury concerns for the Chiefs on both sides of the ball, right? If you have three receivers that are potentially down, uh, that's tough. But I actually think that you're going to get at least a few of them that do play. So and look, I, for as far as the Chiefs side, to me it's it's a little easy to how I look at this game. I just in a way, I, you know, I don't think you're going to find a ton of value in the Super Bowl line at this point in the year, but I say to myself 10 years from now, am I really going to look back and say I didn't take Patrick Mahomes as an underdog in the Super Bowl here against this Eagles team? So I'm taking like the, probably the most square approach to it, but I also do like the over up until about 50 and a half, you know, 51, obviously a key number. I think you're going to see both teams be really aggressive. I think you're going to see a lot of tempo. I also think the Eagles defense, while their pass rush is great, and one of the reasons you can, one of the ways you can neutralize that is with tempo. The secondary might be a bit overrated. Like who, you know, if you look who they really played, it's, the, you know, Aaron Rodgers, when he when he got hurt, they still put up 33. You saw the Cowboys put up 40. The Lions, you know, early in the season, Lions put up, I think, in, in the 30s from a, a trailing standpoint. And, they, you know, they played the Jags. Who, the offense still wasn't that, and that was the outside and weather conditions. So you just really haven't seen this Eagles defense get tested. And I don't care who Mahomes has. You have the staff with two weeks to prepare. Um, you know, and the, the offensive line is great and pass block win rate. The, I, so I just think the Chiefs are going to get this done, but I think it's going to be close. And I, I would agree on the over. And I think as long as you get positive injury news, which is important in this game, I do think sort of like the Chiefs-Bengals game, you'll start to see sharper Chiefs money come in next week. Yeah. And especially after what we saw last week, it's hard to just bet against Mahomes. I mean, that was an incredible effort by him. When you look at the Chiefs side of things, when it comes to props, uh, are you looking at Mahomes overs um, on his passing yards? Where, where are you looking props wise on the Chiefs side of things? Yeah, Chiefs props are extremely tough right now because of who's going to play. We don't really know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like you said, with Mahomes, hard to bet against when you just need him to win a game. He's 18-6-1 against the spread as an underdog or a favorite of under a field. I mean, that's just insane. But I, I think one guy that you can potentially target here that I played for just an anytime touchdown, maybe a first touchdown, which are more fun, fun props in the Super Bowl, but Jody Fortson. Uh, who might get a little more run here with the some of the injuries at receiver. And I think last week he had 14 snaps at receiver, four out wide. This is a guy I think like 30% of his career catches have been touchdowns. 38% of his career targets are inside the 10. So it's a guy that, you know, and, and now look, the Eagles have two weeks to prepare. Who are you focused on here? It's Travis Kelsey, right? And Travis Kelsey's still going to get his, but in the red zone inside the 10-yard line, all the all the eyes are going to be on Kelsey. I'm sure the Chiefs have some you know mis, misdirection and some disguise here schemed up, and you might see Fortson just hey look I'm wide open and and get a touchdown here. So yeah, a lot of it's TBD on who's going to end up playing, but Fortson's a guy that I target for for some long shot props here, specifically to score. So for, first touchdown and anytime you're going to hit on him. Yeah, I mean first touchdown is just a lottery. Um, so yeah. yeah, why not? I'll throw I'll throw some some change on there but i do think there's definitely some value on any time touchdown um now that could change if like everybody is healthy but i still think it's worth a flyer and yeah i mean 
the first touchdown, this is probably like the – I know everyone likes to bet them at primetime games. This is like the, right. the only time of year that uh, I'll bet it because you, you got to get involved in the lottery for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of the lottery, I mean, that's how you can look at some of these props. Uh, obviously, hundreds, if not thousands posted at some places. Uh, give me a prop or two that you look at and you say, look, there's no edge. All they offer is bad numbers. This is a bad bet. Just stay away from these sorts of prop bets. Yeah, I mean, I would. I always say that people want to bet the anthem, and especially as you get to game time and the coin toss, I get it. But the anthem gets shaped into oblivion because it leaks. And um, I just don't start off the Super Bowl with a loser. This is what I say to everyone all year. You're going to lose money before <laughs> the kickoff. Like, you're going you're gonna to just be miserable the whole time. Before the first kick, you're already losing money uh, on the, the final football game of the year. So, yeah, I, I get that they're fun. You, you know, you're probably going to be in some prop contests, uh, you know, with your friends, and you can – Pick that way, but don't bet on the coin toss and and don't bet on the on the anthem. Um, if there, there's just no edge there, by especially by the time kick comes around, and who wants to lose money before the first kick? I'm with you. What is your overall strategy? Do you like bet the same bet at multiple books? What do you like to do for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean it's it's the Super Bowl, so you can get a lot down. Um, now, if you mm -hmm. wanted to bet the anthem. It's a different story. But so, yeah, it's really just about price shopping. And especially with some of these props out there, right? Like a, a first, like we just talked about a first touchdown or anytime touchdown, you could find some real discrepancies out there. And then, you know, especially once limits are open and limits, you can get a lot down right now. Uh, so just that it's the key to everything. Have a lot of outs, have a lot of options, see what's out there. And then price shop, you can, you could take advantage of, one of the most, if not the most liquid market of the entire season. Uh, but don't leave free money on the table by taking, you know, any time touchdown that's 10 to 1 when you can find 12 to 1 fairly easily just by shopping around a little bit. I, I know it's early. we still got over, over a week of uh, work to do here. But uh, some of these numbers are going to go. Uh, you like the Chiefs in the over. You mentioned Fortson. What about uh, some of the Super Bowl props? Could be player or elsewhere. Uh, what are you looking at right now that you like? Yeah, I'd like to over up to 50 and a half. Like at 51, it gets a lot tougher, obviously, at a key number. Um, and then I like the Chiefs as, Chiefs as an underdog. Um, Props-wise, I think Miles Sanders as a – Miles Sanders is the game's leading rusher, which you can find at like plus 180 out there, uh, I think has a ton of value. I think you're going to see him really unleashed here. And he gets a lot of work in games that are closer, right? When they're up, as they've been a lot of the year playing nobody – you know, you're getting Boston. You're getting a lot of Boston Scott in there. You're getting a lot of Gainwell. But I think you're going to really see Sanders here get a ton of touches. Chiefs can be really focused on Hertz and these receivers. I think Sanders can have a big game, and because of like the, the distribution of late, I think you're getting some value there. Plus, you have you know the Chiefs have a wide distribution. They they rely on a number of running backs. You have Mahomes who might not be 100% mobile. You have Hertz who also has been dealing with injury, not running as much lately. So I think that there's some value on Sanders there. And then a random one, a kicker prop, uh, looking at Elliott under seven and a half kicker points is a really random one um, with a lot of variance. But I think that this should be like slightly under seven. And I think, you know, I'd like the Chiefs to win this game. But if you, had, if you had to tell me like pick a final score, I'd say, you know, 30 to 24 Chiefs, which would put them at like six. But I think one of the reasons I like this is – 
I think that they're going to be super aggressive here all game. So, hey, we're going to go after touchdowns, not field goals, which the Eagles have been all year. They, they're one of the most aggressive teams on fourth downs. I wouldn't even be surprised if you see them. Look, they like to try to come out and get people to jump offside so they can use their sneak on a two-point conversion, which is like free money at the one. I wouldn't be surprised if you see them come out and go for two early just from the two-yard line. So I think they're going to be really aggressive, uh, both teams, actually. And you're going to see both teams pass up maybe some field goal attempts to get sixes on the board. So Elliott under seven and a half. That's one of my favorite, more random ones. Love it. And I also loved your story about Eastern Washington. I grew up in the Seattle area where Rodney Stuckey is from. I want to ask you about some college basketball. I'm looking forward to Gonzaga at St. Mary's. We just had Jimmy Patsos, a former college basketball coach, on the show. And he was saying he thinks there could be a changing of the guard with St. Mary's in that conference. What, how do you rate the St. Mary's team? Right now they're seventh in Ken Palm. What's been your assessment of this squad? Yeah, I, I, I love this St. Mary's team. And I, I agree. I, I think that we were a uh, quick plug of my, my podcast, Big Bets on Campus. We were talking about this yesterday. Like, it's the first time in my life that St. Mary going into this, St. Mary's to me is clearly the best team in that conference. So I'll be curious to see how do they handle, you know, the role reversal and those expectations. But Randy Bennett, for my money, is one of the best coaches in all of college basketball. This is a team that's just so well-schooled. And they're built for the tournament to play. They play just grind it out, half-court style. And the Gonzaga, Gonzaga look, if, if you look at some of their – their offense is always going to be great under Mark Few, but their defense has real issues here. And, I mean, I think they're in the two-tile and post-defense. It's where they you know, had a guy, Chet Holmgren, that they really miss. They're really missing the point guard play and another NBA player they lost there. But their defense is really suspect this year. Uh, especially in the half court, which you do not want to have issues when you're playing St. Mary's. The problem is if this line comes out where I think it is, and you know, do I really want to be laying four or five here with St. Mary's? No. I mean, they, they just want to, this, this game's going to be a grinder, and that's how they want it. Maybe we can get a cheaper price on St. Mary's, but I would agree with Coach Passos. This is St. Mary's. Is, it might not last for long, but as of right now at this moment, they're the class of the conference, and – in, in a year where there's no elite college basketball team or teams, and you just want to be like the 15 to 20 that are in the mix, St. Mary's in the mix. Uh, Stuck, we've got mm. about a minute left. Any, anything on either of the uh, big matchups in the Big 12 this weekend? you got Kansas, Iowa State, also uh, Texas, K-State. Um, no, I mean, I, I would look, I'm going to look at Kansas State here. I think they match up pretty well. It's a good spot to buy low on them. Um, mm -hmm. futures, if you, one of the things that I wanted to mention, futures wise, 10 to 15, 20 teams in the mix. My pick to win before the season's TCU. You can still find uh, 30, 40 to one out there. Miles is hurt. He's going to come back. I still like them, but Indiana is an intriguing team. They play Purdue, right? If they win that game at home, which I think they'll have a good shot to do, you know, they might get on a, a little bit of a roll here. They've been playing better and they're going to get healthier. Right. Once they get the guys like Xavier Johnson back, Geronimo, Race Thompson gets healthier. This is a team many people pegged for the Final Four early in the year. You could find them 50 to 1 out there. This might be the time to buy Indiana because I do think that they're one of the 15, best 15 to 20 teams in the nation that are in the mix that could be peaking uh, come March. And this is, might be the best time to buy. 
Awesome. That was Stucky of the Action Network on the ByThePhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit ByThePhoenix.com to learn more. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. The trade deadline for the NBA just one week away. Should we look at the futures market now? What moves could be made? We get to that next as the BetQL Network rolls on. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.